0: BLOB TALK RADIO WELCOME the Wicked Coaching Corner, where coaches and clients meet and learn. Your host is Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod radio and TV host Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis, aka Cat, and co host AJ Mata of Spiritually Raw Radio and TV.
1: Thank you for joining us today, everyone. We have two wonderful coaches lined up for you. We have Joni Aldrich and we have Lori Boyle. Joni Aldrich found out that when she found out that her 43-year-old husband had cancer, she had no idea that her life was about to change forever and that she would become the full-time caregiver of a critically ill husband fighting for his life. Several years later, Joni suffered yet another cancer blow when her 83-year-old mother was diagnosed with terminal lung cancer. As primary caregiver for an extremely ill cancer patient, yet again, Joni was able to utilize her knowledge to give her mother peace in the final months of her life. So Joni, her advocacy mission includes six books full of practical strategies to survive cancer, caregiving, brain illness, and grief, including... The saving of Gordon, lifelines to W I N win against cancer. Let me tell you about Joni. She hosts four international radio programs each week, including Cancer SOS every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and Advocacy Heals You with just a capital letter. And that's every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Internet Radio Networks, W4WN and W4CS. So right now, Joni Aldrich and Chris Jerry are currently writing their new book, Advocacy Heals You, 15 Keys to Mm -hmm. Fast-Track Results and Emotional Fulfillment. And the publisher is Motivational Press. Many people find that after a life crisis, they want to pay it forward or honor loved ones lost by advocating for positive change and help. Due out in the fall of 2015, this is the first ever book written by Advocates for Advocacy. So welcome to the show, Joni. You are such
2: a light in this world. Oh, thank you, Kat. So are you. And uh, you know, this is what we talk about all the time on advocacy. Uh the work that you do is very much advocacy and uh thank you for the light that you give the world. Oh, thank you, Joni. Uh, before we get,
1: get started, um, because this, this show goes so fast, it feels like it's two seconds long. Can you give everybody contact information to get a hold of you, see what you're doing, and get in touch with you if they'd like to?
2: Absolutely. Very quickly, uh, my primary website is Joni J O N I Aldrich A L D R I C H dot com. I like to spell it because it's a little bit of an unusual spelling. Uh, And I'm also on Facebook. You can find me Joni Aldrich on Facebook, and I have uh, I'm at Cancer Radio on Twitter, and have uh, a Cancer Radio and Caregiver Radio. Uh, group on LinkedIn, and Advocacy Heels Shoes. So please join me there, and uh love to talk to new people and get connected. AJ, you know,
1: Joni does so much work for advocacy, it just blows my mind.
3: So, Joni, you know, first off, I want to be able to thank you for, well, first of all, I want to say this to you, is that, um, you know, I'm really, really sorry that, you know, this is a thing that had to happen for you to do what you're doing but I really am grateful that you're doing it. And, um, you know, I I wish you all love and love on the world on this one. And, 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 you know, I I can't say I can speak for you or I can't say I know how you feel because I I can't. Um, But I can say to you is uh, is that, you know, for the listeners that are out there, it's just an extreme gratitude that, you know, through the adversity and through the emotional struggle that you've had to experience that you've still been able to come out here and be able to do this for people. So, again, thank you for that.
2: Thank you for those words, A.J., and it means a lot. It truly does. It's still hard to believe that a lot of the work that advocates do are because of aha moments of mass proportions, of, of because of different things. In your particular case, Kat, your your cancer diagnosis, you know, these things change your life forever and change your perspective and open your eyes to needs and, and rights uh, that need to be discussed. And that's what advocates do every day. You're
1: you're so right, um, Joni. You know, you you when you're faced with something like this, even even though you personally did not have the cancer, those whom you loved did, and so that brought this into your life. And you could have done one of two things: you could have run away. and and just said, you know, this isn't my problem, let them deal with it. Or you can do exactly what you did, which was step up to the bat, learn, and help others. And isn't that what we're all really here on the earth for, to learn? um, And take lemons, turn it into lemonade, find somebody who's got rotten potatoes, turn those into vodka, and have a martini party.
2: Well, oh, I like your thinking, and I, like, I love all of that. But I have to tell you, Kat and, and AJ, I didn't mention this earlier, but it's very pertinent to what you talk about and spiritual growth. Um very much had a rift after I lost my husband, and it wasn't, I, I had the event. Uh, I had, I, I saw the need. I knew that there were many cancer patients out there that needed the resources that I felt that I could provide. But I was really kind of hedging back, and I wasn't ready to 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 grab that brass ring. Uh, but through divine intervention, believe it or not, uh, I, I received the call, and we talk about the call very very candidly. Mm-hmm in Advocacy in, uh, Heals You, the book, because um, I, I took a walk on the beach and it very much changed my life. So um, mm-hmm. I, I can't take all the credit for it. I can tell you that uh, it wouldn't change a thing, not a single thing. Since today I decided to give up my, my six-figure career and uh, follow my advocacy path, uh, my journey has been one that, you know, I wouldn't change just one single day.
1: You know, when you, you AJ, when you can look back on something uh, and say, "I would not change a thing," you knew you did it right.
3: I think so. I think so, and I and I think that um, you know, you, you know, wisdom speaks so much uh, to all of us, um, and 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 the fact that we can actually say that you know, a lot of us have been through experiences. Um, what Kat, you've been through. What Joni, you've been through. And you know, again, you know, like anything that I've been through, whatever. Um, and and you learn from those things, and and if you can, and again, the way I've always looked at my life is that, you know what, Um, while I may be hurt at that moment or while I may feel a lot of pain or anguish at that moment, you you, you always can't, you're you're not going to be able to, in my opinion, you're not necessarily going to change what happened, okay, because it already happened. What you can do is, uh, um, you know, uh, change how you react to it if you would or, or and, and change how you be able to disseminate the message, so you can either again realize that say okay well you know what uh you know this is my life and you know i'm going to have a, i'm going to be a victim or you know this is my life and you know what i'm going to learn from this and i'm going to be able to strengthen myself and most importantly like what cat and you you know johnny you have done both of you've done it's just like really be you know really be advocates for people and that's that's another step above, and you know, again, that's. You know, it, it, I I think us as human beings have that ability to be able to make those kind of choices, whether we sit back and we either wallow in what's going to inevitably happen in our lives, and I I don't mean that from a, uh, you know, any place, of, you know, uh, self-serving, if you would, but more from the fact it, it is going to happen to every one of us who are going to experience loss. It's just that then there's certain people like yourselves that are going to step up and say, you know what, okay, I'm going to take this, I'm going to grieve. And I'm gonna and to help me grieve, I'm gonna be able to go through and help other people. And I think that helps a lot of people. I really do. And 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 again, you know, it's a lot of gratitude from my side looking in who's never experienced that. So again, thank you to both of you.
1: Mm, so well, Joni, what okay. what are your your two tips that you would like to share with our audience and our coaches? Um, I know that that they both deal with advocacy, and yet they're a little bit different.
2: Absolutely. One of the things that my husband and I did not do right, and that's uh, that's the way that I write my books in a lot of cases, Kat, is these are the books that I wanted handed to, to me on the day that, you know. And this, these particular two are very, very important for patients and families of the newly diagnosed. Uh, if you, uh, and for anyone actually, because we all mm-hmm. need to be our own patient advocates anymore. Uh, We live Mm -hmm. in a world where doctors, and I'm not a doctor basher, I don't do that. I think they absolutely fill a wonderful, critical need, and and we wouldn't be able to survive without them. Um, But, you know, one of the things we need to realize is we're in a world where we have 15 to 20 minutes for our doctor's appointments, and that's even if you have been diagnosed with a chronic uh, and and life-threatening illness such as cancer. So, you know, one of the things that I know that we learned the hard way, again, is to make sure that you keep copies of all of your medical test results in a place where you can refer to them. Um, You know, the first facility that Gordon was treated, my husband Gordon was treated at, didn't do that. And he had a very, very negative experience. But when we were transferred to another, finally referred to another hospital that really, really, knew his disease every time we went to the doctor we got a full report we got all of his medical test results handed to us those are very very important whether you get them electronically or on paper because they give you a good point of reference and here's a shocking fact that I've just found in doing my research for the new book doctors don't always call you anymore you can't depend on the fact that they're going to have time to have their staff call you Even if your test results show a problem, this is an assumption Mm -hmm. that you can't afford to have, particularly in a disease such as cancer, where as early as you can get that disease found or that problem found, the better the treatment. I once had a nurse tell me that 99% of all cancer patients could be saved if they were diagnosed in the early stages. So make sure that you get copies of your test results. There's a summary on the back. Go to that summary and um, see if you can recognize uh, the information. Uh, You can research online if you don't know a particular term and certainly go through those with your doctor
1: and i know that your your second tip was again in advocacy know your family health history for heart disease stroke cancer diabetes uh we have about um a minute left minute and a half left oh! so tell us why it's important to know your family history
2: well, that's amazing because every, I know in my particular case, every uh, health situation that I've ever had, I can relate back to my mother, believe it or not. Um, not that I'm saying anything bad about my mother because I loved her to death. But what we're finding, particularly in the world of cancer, that more there are more and more genetic links. Uh, we're all familiar with BRCA1, BRCA2. There are many genetic links such as Lynch syndrome that you may not be familiar with that gives you an 85% higher risk of contracting colon cancer. And there are almost uh, anywhere from 600,000 to a million people walking around with Lynch syndrome uh, that don't even know it. So um, please make sure that you know your family history as much as possible. We used to, you know, used to bug me whenever I went into the doctor and they gave you all those forms, but they're for a very good reason.
1: <laughs> That's so true. And so, AJ, I know that, you know, everybody hates that colonoscopy, but my goodness, you know, if they can find those polyps early and remove them, your chances of getting colon cancer, even if it runs in your family, are practically zero. So it's so important yeah. to know your
3: history. I, th- I think so. I think it's very important to know your history. I think it's very important to be able to get through your your, your physical stuff. But you know, one of the things I think that people should do, um, you know, just, just again, being a male, 43 year old male here. Living in life as a self-employed person is to is to get out there and know, you know, and I know this sounds like a whole cliche, but exercise, do something, sweat it out of your body, get it out of your body. I mean, if you're going mm. to toxicate yourself, then find a way to detox yourself. You gotta do that. Whatever you whatever you bring into your body that you know is not right, then figure out a way to get rid of it. You know what I mean? Um, and I think, you know, I, you know that that's that that I think would be a good thing also. You know. Um, you know, at least at the very least give you a better existence, make you feel better about yourself, you know.
1: I agree. So, Joni, uh, thank you so much for being on the show today. We really appreciated having you on. And we hope you'll come back and give us some more tips and tell us what's happening in your life and the books that you're writing. I'd love to. Thank you, Kat and AJ.
3: Thank you, Joni. Bye-bye.
0: Are you ready to celebritize yourself to monetize your message using free social media, radio, and TV? Join the Celebritize Yourself workshop with the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio hosts, Kathleen O'Keefe-Cannabis and Lori Boyle. Go to WickedHousewivesOnCapeCod.com.
1: So our second guest today is Lori Boyle. And Lori Boyle is a retired international airline pilot living on cape cod massachusetts she grew up north of boston and started flying at the age of 15 after college she moved to california to pursue her dream of flying around the world she has extensive experience in operating the boeing 747 and the md 11 heavy jets in america Asia, and the Middle East, Africa, and South America. Presently, she is the host of Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio show, as well as the host of the Lori Boyle Radio and CEO of Lori Boyle Media that focuses on how to celebritize yourself to monetize your message using free Internet opportunities. Welcome to the show, Lori. Hi AJ. Hi Kat. Thank you so much. It's great to be here.
3: Lori. AJ.
1: What's hey, <laughs> AJ, can you imagine living your dream of becoming a pilot and starting to fly at age fifteen?
3: You know I was just I was just talking to <laughs> friends of mine because what's happened is like we live in Florida, Kat, Lori, and we've had the air show come over here once a year, so we've been able to see like the Blue Angels and you know those jets Ooh. come over here over this last weekend. And all I can say is, like, in life, that is probably one of the most amazing things that amazes me, is that someone can actually get up in something like that and fly that. So, Lori, I would say to you, I'm in absolute awe of that. I mean, I think it's amazing <laughs> that you did that.
0: Oh, thank you so much. It was, it was great fun, and I loved it, and it was wonderful.
1: So, Lori, before we get started so that we don't run out of time in, uh, at the other end, because these shows seem to go so fast because we get... So into all the information, share your contact information with our listeners so they can get in touch with you. Sure. Right. You can find
0: me on Wicked Housewives on com
1: and Lori Boyle com. Great. So, Lori, tell us about these huge jets that you flew and what in the world made you decide to go with the biggest thing you could possibly get off the ground? <laughs>
0: I, I'm not sure exactly what made me do that, but I do remember when I was a pilot for um United Express, uh one of the captains was talking to me about uh there's this there's this airline and they just fly the seven forty seven all over the world and uh you know, they just they just go worldwide, it's cargo airline and I just thought, Oh my god, the seven forty seven worldwide, that would be unbelievable. And I did apply to them, and lo and behold, they actually hired me, which was to my astonishment. <laughs> and uh, I got to do it, so it was great.
1: That's pretty funny, A.J., ap- applying to, to a job and then going, yeah, I'm going to apply, but, you know, I'm probably not going to get this, and then, boom, there you are.
3: I <laughs> know. <laughs> so, Lori, like, how, how, I mean, what was it like in that world? I mean, I mean, the way I look at it is, like, is that, is that more of a, and this may sound like cliche, but is that more of a man's world, being a pilot, or is that is, oh, that, is that common now?
0: Oh, it's definitely a man's world, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was an experience, uh, but I didn't know anything else, you know. So I was always the, the girl. First I was the kid, and then I was the girl. And then, you know, as the more you fly with people, the more they accept you and get used to you, and you get used to them, and then they just kind of, everybody just like settles in. And uh it gets easier and easier, uh you know, the longer you fly.
3: Did you feel like there was any resistance there for a while or did you feel like I know I know I don't I know what you say that it got easier and easier as time went on, but initially did you feel like you know, you got resistance? Was there any apprehension from your counterparts or did you were you did you feel like you were accepted well in that world?
0: Well, there's always um there's always resistance from different people, not the same people uh would some would welcome you some would be like okay let's wait and see and other ones would would sort of take this uh stance that we don't want you here so it, that seems to be the case every time so those three scenarios were ones where i had to decide how i was going to react and respond to those and, and like i said it just gets it got easier and easier as you uh were able to navigate through that world
2: Wow! So, um, Laura,
0: you
1: actually took all of that information and and you just kind of moved it into what you're doing now, which is celebritizing yourself to to, to build your platform uh, and monetize your message using free things that are available to us on social media that we we don't even realize that are there. So, your your first tip that you shared with me was network, 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 and to start with a blog. Can you can you comment on that and tell us tell us why that's so important? Right. Uh, For anyone, I think celebritize yourself is a good
0: idea because you want to be known as an expert in your field, whatever that field is. And one of the ways you can do that, of course, is to network and talk to other people. And for a lot of people, for entrepreneurs especially, and also for pilots, uh, flying or their business is their passion. And when you speak with passion about something, whether it's that a party or a social gathering or a, or a business conference, you get your message out and you engage people because everybody's interested in talking to the passionate person. You know, they're exciting. They're they're emoting excitement, and that, that draws people in.
1: Right, and celebrities rule. I mean, we see that, AJ. If you are a celebrity on TV, you get preferential treatment and people pay attention. They do,
3: they do, and, you, they absolutely uh, do. The, I mean, people, yeah, people do pay attention to that. And um, you know, I think, um, you know, Lori, how did you learn how to, like, for example, like when I listen to you, you speak in these amazing, like, celebrity sound bites. Like, how did you learn that? Like, what took you from being a pilot to literally being able to talk like a celebrity, where you speak in sound bites?
0: <laughs> Maybe it's all the radio work that I did. You know, on the on the airplane, you do a lot of radio work. You have to decide. You're, you you know way in advance what you're supposed to say and what your response is supposed to be and what they're supposed to say back to you so you get used to speaking in in that vernacular and the same thing goes for being a host on a radio show or doing uh radio shows as the guest you have to get your message across it has to be concise and complete and and then you move on so that you know people really understand what you're about and there's you know, it's not a mystery.
1: So, um, <clears throat> Lori, would you say that as, as being a radio host, it kind of teaches you how to celebritize yourself also because you got to kind of step into that
2: role? Oh,
0: absolutely. I think one of the things that will take your business to the next level is to have a radio show. You know, I also found that no matter what you're interested in, and it really doesn't matter, what you're interested in from being a, a handyman to, uh, you know, being an astronaut. There are people who are fascinated with what you have to say because they are totally into it as well. So when you have a radio show to talk about that, you will find an audience. And then once you find that audience, you also want to make sure that you have a blog so you can tell even more people about what it is you do. So you you blog that radio show and then of course you you network that way through the internet, just like you would network uh in in your business um with your business associates in like a chamber of commerce or any or any other thing that is uh an organization geared to your your um job or passion.
1: So, you know, A.J., what what Lori's talking about is what we also do with not just our, our radio sh- shows, but also our TV show. And I know you've got uh, Spiritually Raw TV as well. We take our TV show, we blog it, the TV show is free, the blog is free, our radio show, some of the radio shows are free. And so when you're just starting out, A.J., and you don't have a whole lot of money to spend on celebritizing yourself, if you can find those things that are free and use them, That is a great way to get you started on your platform.
3: Well, you know, Lori said it so well because of the fact that, and and I agree with this because I came from a world of selling, owning an insurance agency for 10 years and lived that world and had over 50 agents that were in my, you know, downline, if you want to call it, and then had to go ahead and and then sold that and then being able to get in this Internet world, if you would. and, And Lori is right on. I mean, transitioning from one career to another career, is nothing better than having your radio show because a couple of things happen with that. It does celebritize yourself. Um, and it does. Give num- and, and I think the most important thing it does for you is it gives you that confidence level. So when you're abs- when you're actually speaking to people, your level of confidence and, and you know again I'm speaking from a male perspective just exponentially grows because you're you're, mm-hmm. you're out there you're, you're you're talking to people you're you're having those conversations and you have to and you have no choice but to pull out the best of yourself and that's a good thing,
1: mm-hmm. right? And you know Lori, I, that. I know that. Yeah, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, AJ, I love that the combination of your passion and your confidence. I mean, that's that's an unbeatable combination.
1: You can take that very far. Yeah, you you can. And I know that when we were doing uh, Cape Cod's first conference for women, you know, you're suddenly you're stuck in front of cameras. with with really important people who are stars. They might be in politics in Massachusetts. They've got cameras on them all the time. If you are a radio show host and you are a TV show host, suddenly nothing anybody does in front of you makes any difference. You're, You're there. You're confident. You know, that confidence and that passion works together, and you have that confidence in front of the TV, in front of the camera, All the time. So, uh, Lori, tell us, um, how can people sign up or get in touch with you or use this to help them celebritize themselves and get this confidence speaking in in sound bites and kick their their entrepreneurship or their coaching or whatever they're doing to the next level? Well, we have... Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, well, we have a conference, uh, actually a course, called Celebritize Yourself. Uh, and it's designed to do exactly that, monetize your message. And we can tailor that whole uh, program to your specific business and your needs, no matter what where you are in your business plan, if you're just starting or you need to go up to the next level, or you're you, you're known in your community, but you want to uh, be known in other communities and maybe statewide or, con- or the countrywide or or whatever. And uh, we can help you do that and drive your celebrity with all the things that are free right now on the internet. There's there's uh, so many things that are free that can help you with your business, including radio and TV. And we can show you exactly how to do it and how it's going to fit into your business.
1: And, you know, AJ, um, uh, Lori actually, her blog was picked up by Writer's Voices magazine, so she's a columnist in that magazine now. So it, it shows you how a free blog can suddenly really work for you. So, Lori, we're, we're down to our last 90 seconds. So uh, can you tell people one more time how to get in touch with you? And then, AJ, I'm going to give you the last uh, comment, and we will be ending our show.
0: Absolutely. Uh they can get in touch with me through Wicked Housewives on Cape dot com and Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod. I'm oh, sorry, Wicked Housewives on Cape dot com and Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Facebook, Laurie Boyle Media dot com. They can reach me
1: in all those three places. Thank Perfect. you, everyone, for joining us on uh, the Wicked Coaching Corner this week. Tune in next Tuesday because we have wonderful coaches every single Tuesday with awesome tips. AJ, want to say good night to everybody, and we'll see you next I, week.
3: I do, I do, and I want to say this to everybody. I, I'm 43. I'm, I'm a sixty uh, When I was on my, I was been on my own since I was 16 years old, and the greatest teachers I've ever known have always been the feminine energy. And, you know, Lori, like someone like yourself who has been there, done that, and been able to wear the T-shirt to be able to teach the rest of us, I think we all need to step up and listen to that. And, you know, what? put egos aside and put the egos on the shelf. And, you know what, have a better existence, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks, Adrian. Are you ready to celebritize yourself, to monetize your message using free social media, radio, and TV? Join the Celebritize Yourself workshop with the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio hosts, Kathleen O'Keefe-Cannabis and Lori Boyle. Go to WickedHousewivesOnCapeCod.com. Thanks for joining the Wicked Coaching Corner. Shows are archived on Blog Talk Radio and on Wicked House Lives on Cape Cod Radio Facebook page. Join us next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Learn more about cats at SurvivingCancerLand.com and AJ at SpirituallyRaw.com.